This is a bonus episode I wanted to share with you. It is my story. It is raw and very personal, and I hope you listen with an open heart. I'm hoping that by being vulnerable and sharing my story with you, that it will help you in turn be open and instigate your healing. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for the feedback and the responses and everything from the podcast launching. It's been fantastic. And what I can um, see and feel from quite a few people opening up to me right now, a lot of you are going through a lot of pain and a lot of heartache right now, um, which I can totally relate to. And I thought to give you some inspiration and hope, maybe I'd share my story, but this is also, (laughs) if this actually, if I actually, um, publish this podcast, it's a huge, uh, act of bravery on my behalf. Anyway, my breakup two and a half years ago was really, really difficult, not only because of just the breakup, but there was a lot of things going on at the same time, which made it really emotional. Um, in that time, you know, I was, I was, gonna get married I was six months out and had this plan and we just moved into this beautiful house that we'd built together I don't I only ended up living there for I think six weeks or less um but at that time I also had and this is actually what still breaks my heart more than anything is my beautiful dog Sheena was really really sick and she was our family dog and she'd been in my life for 16 and a half years and that's also what made the breakup hard because she was so special that whenever I would cry she would come up to me and put a paw on my heart and lick my tears away and I didn't have that when I um the breakup happened which I'll explain what happened there and to this day, that's that's actually what makes me most sad is, is I miss her. I miss her every single day. So that's where the emotion's coming from because I just miss her, even though it's been a couple of years. So during the time, she was really, really sick and like really sick and I was watching her deteriorate and it was breaking my heart every single day day because I knew as each day passed I was getting closer and closer until I had to make the decision to put her to sleep which I didn't really want to do because I felt like I was playing God and it wasn't you know it's not for me to do I wanted her to die naturally in her sleep but it, it didn't happen I had to make the decision um for her because she was just in so much pain and so and just it just was time, basically. At the same time of the breakup, I also um, had my own company. I had a staff member that was trying to play games and trick me to try to take me to the government. It's called Fair Work in Australia. So I had to, you know, be smart and, and not fall for any games to give him any leverage, which I did. I did really, you know, he, he didn't. He, I, I didn't fall for his tricks. At the same time, I also had my ex-partner's sister's girlfriend owe me money and I'm trying to work out how you deal with that 
when it's family, right? And there were other things going on as well, but there was actually so much going on that I forget about it. And I often need my cousin to remind me of everything else, but it was just like one thing after the next thing, after the next thing, after the next thing within weeks. Like I'd get hit by, by stuff sometimes a day after something else. And each individual thing could be considered a major thing emotionally to deal with. And I, I was getting slammed with it all at once, not to mention not go, not knowing what's going on with my relationship and whether I was going to get married or not, because every couple of weeks he would say he wasn't sure. And it was it, when it happened, it came out of nowhere. I didn't know what was going on at all, but I wasn't able to see things clearly either because I had so many other pressures and things going on that I wasn't you know, if I, if I had to deal with it now, it'd be so much easier because it would just be like the one thing. Um, it got so dark for me at that time. And this is a hard thing for me to admit, but I need to share it so you can understand how dark it got for me is I um, felt suicidal and it wasn't suicidal in the sense of, you know, a game, like I'll kill myself if you break up with me or anything like that. It was, had nothing to do with that. What it was was when I was 14, I used to cut myself and I forgot about those feelings. And then going through all of this, I just couldn't cope and it was getting too much. All these just pressures and problems and things just getting thrown at me in every direction. Like within such a short period of time, I just... I couldn't handle it. I wasn't handling it. I didn't have a supportive partner. I was concerned for his mental well-being. I wasn't sure what he was going through. So I was actually putting him first, story of my life, putting other people first. Um, and, yeah, like I legitimately thought about how I was going to do it. And in order for me not to do it, what I did was I told four people, um, and because then I know that keep an eye, then I wouldn't do it. Right. So things got really dark, like really, really dark for me. And when the breakup finally happened in a way, it was a relief because I finally knew what direction I was going in, but I was also petrified because I was 30. Basically my whole twenties was spent in a relationship and the game had changed. Like everything had changed there's all these apps and there's, you know, Facebook, like just technology had changed. It was a completely different scenario coming back into the dating scene. And a lot of my friends painted it pretty horrible, to be honest. You know, they've been single for a while and they painted it pretty bad. So I was really, really scared. Um, so something I learned with my coach is I never really allowed myself to feel feel feelings I would because I've always looked after other people so I always would put other people's feelings first before my feelings and I learnt that's not really good because then what happens is you bottle it all up and it's actually not healthy and it like it feel they they those horrible feelings also just like it's just energy in motion like my coach Shireen says, and you have to release it. You have to release it. You have to get it out of your body. So because I knew that and I've done eight years of work with my coach and in this time I like upped my sessions with her 
I allowed myself to feel the grief and it was grief because at this time I was grieving over the loss of my dog. I was grieving over the loss of my almost eight-year relationship. I was grieving over the loss of my future that I thought I had. I was grieving over the loss of the fact that I had nowhere to live. I was homeless for seven months. I literally would turn up wherever with my suitcase, my toiletries, and my dog, Sam, who was Sheena's son. And that was how I lived because... It was such a shock, the breakup, and I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what the future held. I didn't I, – I, I couldn't see, and I was in a really dark place. And, um, yeah, so it, it was horrible. And then finally, after a month of feeling it, because I needed to feel all of this, and I wasn't functioning at all. Um, I had to take sleeping tablets at night to sleep and I was so anxious that I needed to take anxiety tablets during the day to get through the day. When I'm really, really stressed, I can't eat. You know, I'd be lucky to eat a couple of crackers or dried biscuits. So I just mainly drank water and I lost a significant amount of weight in that time. So that was where I was, like physically just not good. And then finally my cousin one day in the morning grabs me and with love, she's like, this isn't you and this isn't us. You are not negative. You are not this person. You are positive and it's time. It's time to be positive again. It's time to get through this. You can't be stuck in this space like this. So, and she was right. Like, we can't get ourselves stuck in in the negativity and those horrible emotions. We need to feel it for sure, but we need to put a time cap on it as well. And a month was a pretty good time cap, I have to admit, like because if you drag it out too much more, then it becomes your way of life and it becomes your story and it becomes your almost like your badge, like your what you are. You start to think that's what you are, but you aren't. They are emotions. They are not you. And what was the biggest thing? that started me in my healing journey to help me like heal and build and repair. And I describe it as, you know, the Phoenix rising from the ashes is what I had to do. And that's what you have to do right now as well. And she said, you know, every day you need to tell me something positive, something that you are grateful for. It doesn't matter how big it is or how small it is, but it cannot be the same thing every day. But you have to tell me something every single day. So the practice of gratitude, as you hear people say, and that's what I did. And that first, the first, um, in that, and it, she was like, it starts now. And I was like, I'm in negative space, man. Like nothing is looking good to me right now. Nothing. And it took me so long. And what's sort of funny is what I ended up saying I was grateful for is sort of like a big deal if you're not in this negative space. But I was such a negative I couldn't see. And, and my first thing that I was proud of and, or grateful of is I'd just done some work with Hugh Jackman. And I was I was like, well, I'm grateful. Like I'm talking to his, you know, New York manager and Possibly, I think I was possibly going to have a meeting with her or something like that while she was in Australia. I was like, so I'm grateful for that and just the irony. <laughs> now I'm in LA, right? 
that was my first, that was my first day. And then every other day it might've been like the sun or, you know, someone gave me a random discount at the store for something, or I got to see a friend or, you know, whatever. I just started looking for the good in life and slowly, but surely it started to be, I could see two things, three things, four things, five things. And all of a sudden it pulled me out all of a sudden I started to see the beauty of life again. And that's what I recommend to you and maybe to help you stay accountable um, because it's hard when you're really in that dark space at first. Tell a friend or a family member that's what you need to do and every day you need to check in with them and tell them something positive and eventually you won't see the negative anymore and eventually hopefully you'll get to the space where I was, I've become, and this is the way that I look at life now, is I always, always look for the blessings and the lessons in everything. And in particular, the hard times, the really, really hard, challenging times. I look at those situations and I go, what am I learning right now? What do I need to see differently? What is the blessing in this? Or maybe... I know I will understand it when I'm in the future and this moment becomes hindsight and then you can see and but trust, trust that everything's happening perfectly because it does because what I can tell you now two and a half years later from that moment of wanting to actually die and seriously pretty close from doing it to now, if I spoke to me as me now to me back then two and a half years ago and told her how life was going to be on all these amazing things that I would achieve and these amazing people that I would meet and all these beautiful friends and that I would move countries and have all these opportunities. I wouldn't have believed her. There's like, There's like no way life would become that amazing, but it has. And I trust it's going to get better and better and better as time goes by. And that's going to happen to you too. And that will happen to you if you are in a positive mindset. So pull yourself out. It is time to get out of the darkness. It is time to be the phoenix and rise. You can rise and you can do this. So this is what I want every single one of you to do start seeing the beauty of life because I'm telling you it is beautiful it is absolutely beautiful if you want to see it like that and there's just so much there and there's probably so many opportunities there that you just can't see right now you know because you can't see stuff in that space so uh, uh, this is this is me sharing um and yeah it's taken a lot of courage to admit that and just put that out to the world because it was my secret for for a long time that I felt that that I felt suicidal because I'd feel like people would judge me and think that I was using it as a game like you know cuz cuz I've heard some people do that like oh if you, if you leave me if we break up I'm going to kill myself but it was never it was never about that it was about I just couldn't handle it anymore life life just became too much too short of a period of time and 
that was why I was brought to my knees. And that was why I felt like every part of my life crumbled. Everything that I knew was ripped away from me. My dog was ripped away from me. My relationship was ripped away from me. My home was ripped away from me. I had no stability. I didn't have a lot. But what I did have is I still had my company. I had the most amazing and understanding clients that I'm grateful for. And what I was most grateful for is all the people in my life. It was the first time in my life I was vulnerable and I was vulnerable because it was so hard for me. I couldn't, I couldn't operate any other way. I couldn't, couldn't be strong anymore. I couldn't be tough. I couldn't do what I used to do back in the day and put everyone else's feelings first before mine. I just couldn't. And that was when I learned that it's okay to be vulnerable actually and to share it. And honestly, 30 to 50 people came forward and helped me in various different ways, strangers even, and friends and family. But I got the courage to ask for help as well, which was the first time I just, I I, I reached out to everyone. I was like, I cannot do this. And they stepped up. They stepped up and they helped me and they all helped me get through this. So ask for help, be real, be authentic, but no, this is just a moment in time, right? It's just a moment in time where I don't know how long it will last, maybe a couple of weeks, a couple of months, I don't know, but it's just a moment of time. It doesn't, it doesn't last forever. And I really believe that, you know, Life throws us the same things in different um, people or whatever, but essentially the same experiences until we break the cycle. It's time to break the cycle. It's time to take your lessons. It's time to realize there's blessings in this situation, even though it's really, really hard to see them right now. And it's time to rise. And it's time to be happy and to experience joy. And you do that through working through the hard stuff. And you eventually, when you do enough of this work, even when the hard things are happening, they don't affect you that much anymore because you have these skills to be able to reframe and you you look at them and go, what's the lesson? What is the blessing? What do I need to get out of this? And then that, when you're in that state, that is when you feel inner happiness that is when you feel inner joy. That is when you feel inner peace because you can't get that from someone else. I know society sort of puts out like you can or we feel like, you know, someone else will make us happy. It's not true. You have to have self-love and you have to feel it for yourself within. And once you have it within, that's when you're able to share it with others. So the most important thing that you can do for yourself and for the world is fill the cup up of self-love. And and I believe you can do it. I did it. It wasn't easy. I'm not going to pretend like it was easy. It was not easy. But you can't do it by yourself. If you think you can do it by yourself and reading books and stuff, you can't. It's not going to happen. You need to find yourself a coach. My coach is awesome. She might get too booked out almost if you all call her, but I highly recommend you do. Shireen Bloom. Be you, be true. I've sent 
35 to 40 people to her so far and she's changed every single one of those people's lives. She's based in Australia but she can do sessions with anyone around the world. I've got friends that live in LA with me. I mean, I still do my own sessions. <laughs> I won't stop. Um, and, you know, a lot of questions that people ask me about that is how does it work? How it works is this way. When you first start doing this work, it's hard. It's really hard and it's really draining because you've got to dig up all that emotional stuff that you don't really want to because you have to relive and feel it. But, with the, her help and her guidance, you're able to shed it as well and you're able to see what the trigger points are and you're able to start getting rid of the trigger points. But because we're humans, we don't – like I still have trigger points after all these years, but but I don't feel them as much. So they don't all completely go, but most of mine have gone now. And, and you do this work and, you know – you do regular sessions at first, as regular as possible, once a week, once a fortnight or once every two weeks. Um, sometimes you need the two weeks because you need to like process what's gone in your session and you might have a little bit of homework to do or whatnot. Um, and then I'm at the stage now that I'll do them, you know, once a month, just a little check-in and all areas of your life, love life, friendships, and there might be something going on there, work purpose what's your purpose all sorts of stuff that you can explore in different sessions and for me now like she's my resource if something really hard comes up you know before I went through that period I was I was doing monthly sessions I was in a pretty good place but then that all happened and I was feeling like that so I knew I had to go back to my weekly sessions to work through it and I knew that I needed to do it so I could clear it all so that experience and that breakup wouldn't affect my future because I refuse to let it affect my future and I refuse to bring it into my next relationship because that's that's often what happens as well you know how can I trust he had an affair I'll never trust another person again or how can I do this but but that's not fair to the new person that you're in the relationship with because they're not your ex they're a completely different person and you can't treat them like your ex because they're not they're completely different and it's really not fair and it's not fair on the relationship. So the only way that you can make sure that you don't do that is you need to clear your shit and you need to deal with it and 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 get to the point that you don't, you know, doesn't make you cry anymore. That breakup doesn't make me cry anymore. Legitimately wish him all the best and happiness in the world and and I see it was the blessing because that life was not for me. I was supposed to be in LA and, you know, I wasn't doing it by myself and I wasn't listening, to, you know, to the universe. So she had to intervene and she had to create chaos and blow it all up because everything was crumbling around with me was beyond my control. There's not one thing that I could have actually done to stop. Nothing. And yeah, that's, that's what I truly believe. And I feel blessed now. <laughs> Sounds weird, right? Never would have thought I'd say that back in that time, but it is, it's a blessing. And I'm really excited about life now and I have no idea what it holds. And the other lesson that I learned from that is I don't have a plan anymore either because I had a pretty solid plan. It got ripped out from underneath me. So I plan about six months ahead and I like to be able to have flexibility and move with life and, and where it goes. You know, I'm open to living wherever in the world. I'm, I'm, I'm learned not to be attached to anything 
And I don't mean that in a cold way. I, I believe I'm, I, I have a lot of love and I'm not a cold person, but I, I don't attach to anything in the sense that I let things flow in and out of my life. I don't attach to work. I don't attach to material things. I don't attach to relationships or potential relationships. I have an absolute trust that if it's meant to be, it will be. And it is that simple. And I lean into pain now and I lean into challenges and I lean into uncertainty to the point that I know I look a little bit crazy to some people, but I did a road trip with my girlfriend, a surf road trip down to Baja, Mexico. I had no plans. Our plan was I picked a few surf spots. We didn't have any accommodation plans. We had no plans and it all worked out perfectly. We made it home. We discovered some places that were absolutely incredible that you could just never have found. And we trusted and we followed guidance and it was incredible. But most people think I'm a little bit crazy going into Mexico, driving across the border and having no accommodation planned or anything. But it was adventurous and it was fun. I'm not saying you need to like do that, but that's how much trust I've got now. And, and it started because of this experience and it started because of the way life's um, played out the past two and a half years. And I think I also, by not having anywhere to live for seven months um, and, and not having anything stable, it, it forced me to trust because I, I didn't really have another option. So, yeah, so trust and rise. It's time to rise. You've got this. You can do it. I know you can do it. So... That's that's me sharing my story um, and I hope that helps you in the moment that you're in, understand your pain, understand how dark it can get. I really, really do, but I also understand the light side of it as well and you've got this, like get through it, you, you can do it um, and it's just going to make you a stronger, more resilient person and it may even you may even have different perspectives on life and things like that, which means maybe you will even get more out of life as well because maybe you'll be a little bit more awake from this and and in the positive mindset and everything. So I hope this, hope this helps you um, in sharing and have a lovely day. And re- right now, after listening to this, please take a moment to think about what you're grateful for and yeah what's amazing today just one thing what's amazing today and do that for the next week all right thank you keep shining